This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity. Hello and welcome back to The Huddle. Here at The Huddle we like to focus on positive sports chat. We love to hear from sports people about their lives, their careers and how sport can have a positive impact on our communities. Our names are Otis, Archie, Elro and Kingy. Today we are lucky enough to have Kelsey Berryman joining us on the huddle. Kelsey is a full-time New Zealand national champion in athletics. She was born in Christchurch and has lived there her whole life. She studied at the University of Canterbury while balancing an international level sport. She is hugely passionate about athletics and has a strong background in touch rugby. She is now both competing in athletics and is a successful career in teaching. Welcome to the huddle, Kelsey. Kia ora, team. Thank you very much for having me. What was your first memory of athletics? Um, I think my first memory of athletics would be when I was about nine and ten. So I competed at the primary school uh, primary school sports. Um, so I went down and I would put my socks on and tape those onto my feet because I wasn't old enough to have spikes. Um, and running down at the old QE2 stadium. Nice. Oh. What was your like first club? Uh, so that I first signed up to Christchurch Old Boys. No, sorry, uh, Christchurch Avon, and then moved on to Christchurch Old Boys United. Right. What part of Christchurch did you grow up in? Uh, I grew up um, around the Papanui area, around Hewood. So I went to Bishopdale Primary School, Casebrook Intermediate, and then Papanui High School. Right. Tell us what growing up was like for you. Um, I think for me I've had a pretty fortunate upbringing. Um, I've been uh, grateful to be able to have both parents uh, supporting me all the way through. Um, I have an older brother and sister who I've always got along really well with and my sister and I for many years have been um, doing sports alongside each other. So yeah, I think I've been very fortunate with the upbringing that I've had and the opportunities that I've been able to be presented with. What sports do they play? Uh, so my sister and I both did gymnastics and touch growing up. Um, we also did a little bit of softball and t-ball. Um, she did a wee bit of rugby at the time. Um, we played touch together. Uh, she went with gymnastics for a little longer and then I spread off and did athletics instead. Um, my brother did touch and rugby a little bit when he was younger but sport wasn't really um, the pathway for him like it has been for my sister and I. And now we both do CrossFit as well. What made you choose athletics over gym, oh, sorry, uh, touch? Um, yeah, I stopped touch when I was about just about to turn 21. Uh, it just started to get a little bit rough. Um, we started, our women's team used to play at a men's grade and we got sort of a few rough pushes every now and then, which were okay on the game, but it put me at risk of getting injured for athletics. So I made the call to pause touch for athletics. I didn't get injured and sore. Um, I thought I can pick up touch when I'm 40, but athletics kind of has a time limit on it, so pause that and carried on for athletics. Mm. Yeah, nice. Who in your family is your biggest supporter, and how do they support you? Uh, it would definitely be my parents. Um, I've had both of them support me the whole way through, whether they've been at trainings, um, they come away to competitions and tournaments with me. Um, financially, have been a huge support uh, in my younger years. Uh, well, to be fair, still now, actually. Um, both parents were always there uh, travelling to touch tournaments. I think it was very much been a family sport for us, um, as you guys, I imagine, would understand with football. 
and the whole family packs up and goes away together. And then in my older years with athletics, it's more so been my mum. Um, so the two two of us travel together, do a quick trip away up north somewhere, um, do what we need to do, compete, and then get back on the plane and come home. Yeah. Of all the sports that you've played, what, what's been your favourite of all? Oh, um, I think they bring some differences. I think touch has that community base, um, being able to compete alongside your friends um, or family, and athletics has its own side as well, being an individual sport. Um, so it's harder to compete out there on your own, in my opinion, um, than being able to be supported out there when competing in a team sport. Um, I'm currently doing a lot of CrossFit at the moment, which I think incorporates both. Uh, you, a lot of the time, will be training individually uh, in a workout, but alongside your team members. So when we go away, we often compete in teams of four. Um, so I think that's what I'm enjoying, that individual aspect, as well as being around a community at the same time. Yeah. I love Canterbury, the Crusaders and the All Blacks. What teams did you support when you were growing up? doesn't have to be rugby, just any sport. Um, that's a great question because I think for a lot of years growing up, I never really um, grabbed onto a particular sport or team to watch. Um, I think I was always so busy in my own time that I didn't sit back and sort of watch weekly sport on TV. Um, my dad always loved watching the rugby, um, no matter whoever it was, the rugby or um, league as well. I uh, watched a wee bit of the Warriors um, in my secondary school years, but um, this probably hasn't been a team that I've really hooked into and watched all the way through. What is it like travelling to lots of places? What are the good things and what are the bad things? Yeah, cool. Travelling's awesome. Um, it exposes you to lots of different things. It puts you into a new environment and in a different, um, different space and place with different people. Um, the hard thing's always the financial aspect, so being able to afford whether it's transport, accommodation, uh, differences with food, uh, the registrations, the entries, the uniforms. So that's always the tricky thing with travelling. Um, but I think when you're willing to make those sacrifices and make that choice, uh, the benefits definitely outweigh the sort of tricky side of it. So being able to be in someone else's environment, training facilities, getting to meet new people, seeing how people do things differently uh, is always exciting. It's always exciting to walk into a new stadium or a new gym or for you guys it might be a new football stadium or pitch. It's always cool to go somewhere new and get that feel of like, yep, we're going to be playing here or and what's it going to feel like when we get out there. Who do you look up to and why? Oh, um, I think I've probably come to terms with the fact that I look up to my sister a lot. Um, her and I, like I said, have done sports together for a really long time. Now she is the mother of two children um, and a beautiful wife to her lovely husband, and she's still very much involved with sport. She has a hectic life. Um, being mum and wife and running her own gym. She runs a CrossFit gym up north. Um, and the way that she manages that and still competes to a really high level um, is pretty incredible. So she still competes internationally um, and goes over and does CrossFit overseas in Australia. So I think she's probably a standout for me of who I'd love to keep continuing to be a wee bit like and follow her footsteps. Very cool. Uh, my favourite food is fried chicken. Shout out to Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken Gornbread. Describe your favourite meal. Uh, my favourite meal. Um, I've actually got a really big sweet tooth. 
Um, and Saturday mornings has become a bit of a ritual for me. So we train Saturday mornings um, with our bomb squad at 6-4 CrossFit. Uh, and once we finish, we train normally 6 to about 8, 8.30. Um, once we get out the door, we go to the, either the farmer's market or down to Grizzly Baked Goods. Um, the go-to at the moment is the combo of a coffee, a eggy breakfast bagel and a lemon curd donut. Oh, very nice. Yum. What's the biggest challenge being a professional sports person? Uh, I think um, it's probably balancing things as you get a wee bit older. So whether you're studying, working, living, um, trying to get all of those things lined up along with training. Um, training can take a lot of time. Um, the easy parts doing the training, the hard parts doing the recovery, the maintenance, the nutrition, uh, working, getting income to pay the bills, doing all of that side, and socialising, keeping a good balance with that. Um, so the biggest challenge is probably keeping uh, the balance between it all um, to allow for high performance. Yeah. What advice would you give young people that would like to make sport their career? Uh, I think it would be the same as a challenge. Find a balance. Uh, if you're wanting and willing to make those sacrifices and compete at a high level, you need to be able to balance those things at the same time. Sometimes we can overdo it, we put everything into one basket with sport, but if we get injured, if something happens along the way, um, sometimes life throws us curveballs, how do you manage that, how do you deal with it? So having that support system in place, having a uh, something else to keep your mind off those tricky moments is really important. So whether that's socialising with friends, um, getting out and about, um, I think it's really important to have that balance so that if one thing becomes too overwhelming, you've got something else to make sure that you're spending your time with. Yeah. My favourite players are Rich Moore and Sirius, Adi Savia and Renee Holmes. Who is your favourite athlete? Um, a wee bit like the teams, I probably don't have a favourite athlete. Um, I go through phases with different sports of um, who I, I guess I enjoy watching. Um, for me, it's probably more of a personal thing too, that if I know the person personally, then I really love watching and supporting them. If I don't have a personal connection to them, I find it hard to follow their pathway. Um, so like Brooke Stratton's over in Australia uh, doing long jump and is doing some wonderful things. And I was lucky enough to be able to do some training alongside her and her dad a few years ago. So watching her uh, journey has been really, really, really cool to sort of watch. Um, and the same with different sports that I've come across over the years. If, if I get to know the person, um, I think it's more interesting for me to follow along with what they're doing. Yeah. Cool. At Altafati, we're part of Eatu Tangata, which, about, which is about helping people understand and tackle tall poppy syndrome. You have value, others matter, and we succeed together are the three elements of Eatu Tangata. Have any of these elements played a role in your sporting or teaching career? Um, absolutely is my initial thought. Um, in terms of how I break that down. Um... I think I've always been someone that struggles to celebrate my successes around others. Um, I do probably have been exposed to that pull, uh, tall poppy syndrome. Um, and I'm learning, I think, through my career um, to celebrate other people's successes, but more so to let them know that it's okay to celebrate their successes as well. So quite often I'll have students um, as a teacher 
go away and compete or do these wonderful things and not tell me. And as I start to find that out and work it out, I try to take those opportunities with them to celebrate those successes. I think it's really important that they realise the achievement that they've had um, and that it's okay to be proud of that and it's okay to share with the ones around them that they're really proud of the work that they've put in um, and the success that they've had from it. Um, and absolutely, we succeed together. I think that sort of wraps it up as well. Um, I think it's great to also show my learners and my students that um, I'm still competing myself as well. And when I go away, I've just been away to Australia for a competition for CrossFit. It's important to keep them in the loop with that and say, you know, like these are the things that I'm working towards outside of work. I'm not just a teacher. Um, I'm also an athlete and I have the opportunity to still be competing and training every single day. Um, and so I think working together, it shows and reminds them that it's okay to share these wonderful things. I've had students going over to America recently um, for cheerleading and I have people going away for AFL and rugby and football and I think it's wonderful to create that environment that we all celebrate one another and our successes. What's it like competing against some people you know? Um, so I'm actually really fortunate to, in athletics, my one of my best friends, Mariah, her and I have been competing together now for oh, a number of years. I think we first came across each other when we were 12. Um, I am now in my 30s, so her and I still, to this day, even uh, the beginning of this year, went to nationals for athletics and competed alongside each other. So um, I personally love it. Um, I think it's very fortunate to make lifelong friends and be able to compete together. Uh, her and I have very different approaches when we go to compete. Um, I've learnt to be a little bit more, uh, I enjoy the moment and take a little bit less stress on my shoulders, whereas I know Mariah is someone who likes to keep her head down and stay focused the whole way through until the competition's over. So, And, and both ways I think are wonderful. I think there's no right or wrong way as long as um, you find what works for you uh, I think that's great and I think it's really cool that her and I at the end of the day can have a big hug and celebrate together. What's it like to have fans? Um, I don't know if I've got fans. I know that I've come across a number of people uh, over time that um, will follow my story through social media. Uh, so say it might have been athletics or being a senior athlete have gone through the junior side of it. I know that there are ones younger than me that have watched and followed along. Um, I think it's it's humbling to know that people are supporting me without even really knowing me. Um, and I guess, I don't know if you'd call them my fans, but my I've got a wonderful group of friends um, that have always been supportive, uh, always celebrate my successes and support me through the low moments of sport as well. Um, sure, I'll call my friends my fans. Um, they're wonderful. It, it's really nice to know that you've got people backing you um, and whether you have great success or huge failure, that they're there to um, be with you the whole way through. So, yeah, no, I think it, it, it's really humbling. Yeah. What's it like competing in in athletics for New Zealand? It's a privilege. It's um, it's really exciting to know when you get your kit with the silver fern delivered to you, uh, or you pick it up, that you know that you're going to be representing more than yourself in your small community. Uh, it's a whole new process to go, whether it's nationally or internationally, uh, 
as a group and as a team um, and to be able to put that silver fern and that uniform on and step out into a space and know that you're representing your country. It's, um, it's really exciting and it's, it's really cool that I've had so many opportunities to do that uh, in sport. Yeah. What is your goal for 2023? Uh, so one of my goals at the start of the year was to make it back to Athletics Nationals. I, I'm i doing a lot of CrossFit nowadays. Um, a few years back I had a few injuries with athletics that were stopping my enjoyment in the sport and it started to put a number of barriers up for me. So I took a step back and I allowed a friend to support me uh, with walking into a CrossFit gym and I fell in love. And not only did I fall in love with that sport, but it's helped to reignite my passion and love for athletics. Um, and it's also the change in training uh, helped support my injury in athletics and that injury that I did have, I no longer have any issues with um, purely by changing up the movement for my body. Um, so one of my goals every year at the moment is I hope that I can make it back to Athletics Nationals and when I say I hope I can make it back it's just because of that balance I don't know if it's realistic um, with the amount of CrossFit training I'm doing whether I can allow space and time uh, to to fit athletics in as well um, but no I made it back to Athletics Nationals this year and managed to walk away with a silver medal uh, and long jump, so I was really fortunate to be able to do that. Uh, I've just been over to the Torian um, CrossFit competition uh, with a team of four, uh, so that was a achievement that I didn't even know I was really looking at doing, so to do that was incredible. Later on this year, we have um, a couple of CrossFit competitions that I'd like to be training for, and then once I get through that, I will be looking at the athletic season and starting up training to try and look into the 2024 Nationals. What are your goals for the next two years? I would love to regain the New Zealand long jump title. Uh, my best, One of my best friends, Mariah, currently holds it. Um, it's been neck and neck the last couple of years. So I would like to get that back from her. Um, so that's one of my goals. Um, I would like to continue my journey with CrossFit and just see what pathways um, come from there and what opportunities present themselves. Um, at some point in the next couple of years, I would like to get my touch boots back out. I tried that at the start of this year. Um, that lasted about 30 seconds on the field and then I got a concussion. So I managed to knock myself out um, and then put my boots back in the drawer. So in the next couple of years, I'd like to still be doing all three sports. How do you knock yourself out? Um, I potentially overtrained. I trained, I got back from holiday and I got back into the gym for CrossFit, down to the track for athletics. I trained about 10 days straight with double sessions. Um, I was making the most of the school holidays. And then I thought after 10 days, I could go for a run around on the touch field. Um, I could not. My legs gave way and I lost my footing going backwards and hit the deck. Not so that good. took me to the after hours and gave me my first concussion. Oh, not fun. <laughs> no. Do you get nervous before competitions? How do you deal with them? I do. Um, I am someone that when I know I get 
really nervous, I go quite quiet. Um, thankfully, with athletics, my coach uh, that I've been fortunate enough to have supported me for a number of years is very aware of how I deal with nerves and he allows me to be in that quiet space and uh, support me with how we do that. Um, towards my later years of athletics before that injury, I started to not get very nervous for athletics and I knew that that was something that I didn't like. I liked the adrenaline feeling, I liked being nervous of the unknown, I liked being excited. Um, and when that started to drop off, I think I needed to make a change and that, that change for me was yeah, stepping into the gym. Um, and relearning what it's like to be nervous. So now with CrossFit, I'm incredibly nervous, like I used to be when I was younger for athletics, and I actually really like that feeling. I know that it, it means something now and that there's that excitement of what's to come um, and what's going to go well and what's not. And I think because of that, that's sort of transferred back to athletics again and that excitement's there. And I think when your body's in one piece uh, and you're in a good headspace, more nerves are wonderful. If you could play for any team, what would it be and why? I'm not too sure. Any any sport? Any yeah, like sport, any, any, any team. Any team, any sport. Anywhere in the world. I think, um, I don't know an exact team, a specific one. I think it... I've seen some cool... Um, I don't know, a gymnastics team could be pretty fun to compete in. Um, the USA team always seems to look as awful as their training would be. They seem to have a lot of fun when they go out to compete. Um, an outdoor stadium would also be cool to experience. Obviously, football would be a cool sport, I think, especially overseas. Um, the support and the crowds that they have for some of those games is just insane so maybe being in a football team could also be quite cool to experience what it's like to be uh, competing overseas with them what about rugby um if i was a little bit tougher yeah rugby would be great sevens would be awesome awesome to experience i was fortunate enough to cross paths with the um sevens campaign a number of year, years ago as well but it just didn't um I didn't seem to fall in love with it like some friends did. Um, my headspace and my body was still in athletics. Um, yeah, but maybe if I was a little bit tougher. I dislocated my collarbone a few years ago as well with touch, um, and that was simply from hitting the deck again. So I don't know how my body would survive in rugby. Um, but if it could survive, yes, doing um, sevens and competing overseas with them would be incredible. Yeah. What's your favourite ice cream flavour? I think a childhood favourite ice cream flavour has been orange chocolate chip. Seems to be a good favourite of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's it? my favourite. <laughs> um, but if it's not orange chocolate chip, it might be like a chocolatey clear. Oh, yeah. Because most people say something with chocolate chips. They do. Gold it, Rush, true. something like Chocolate's that. Chocolate's yeah. good. Yeah. Chocolate is great. Yeah. What does it feel like to win a national championship? Um, it's exciting, but it's also a, almost like a breath of fresh air when you know that all the hours and all the training that you've you've done throughout a whole season, you've managed to put it together on the day. I think that's the big difference. We can have an incredible season 
and sometimes we can't put it together when it actually matters and when we get to nationals for when it counts. Uh, so I think it's it's a great feeling to stand behind the number one podium and to be able to step onto that and bring home gold. Um, it's a feeling that you can't uh, you can't compare to anything else, I don't think. What do you store your medals and important athletic stuff? Yeah, I've got a big uh, a box at home that I have all of my medals in. So when we grew up, my sister and I used to have a board in our bedroom and we would hang up a lot of these things um, and place them up and make them look pretty. Um, but as I've got older, I have tucked them away into a box where I've um, keep athletics ones together, touch ones together. Um, I have two two still hanging out um, in my room for me to see and they um, are my silver medals from the last couple of nationals because I two years ago I didn't think that I was still capable of competing in athletics at a top level because um, I moved to CrossFit and I didn't know if it was realistic to still be doing the two sports. So to go away and come back with a medal for that nationals was really cool and I kept it out to remind me that I wanted the gold and I'm going for another year of it, leaving it out to remind me that I do still want to go back. What kind of music do you listen to? I I don't listen to lots of music anymore. I generally find I let Spotify do it for me. Um, but if Spotify was to pick it, it would be any kind of um, New Zealand artist, whether it's 660, um, I think what else I listen to, or an old school nineties R and B. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, that does come up quite a lot on my Spotify. But I'm not a, I'm not a huge music um, follower. Uh, I know some people will have their playlists sorted all the time and updated. I do not have a single playlist. I let Spotify do that for me. Yeah. Can you share any pre-comp rituals or superstitions that you follow? Yes, um, pre-comp my. My, my very minor OCD comes out um, so one of the things you'll notice when I compete is I will tie my shoelaces up about 20 times because um, I want it to feel just right and if one shoe feels tighter than the other then that continues to get changed until it feels perfect um, but otherwise, I used to have a big pre-comp ritual. Normally with athletics, we compete in the afternoon. Um, so something for me the night before a competition, I will make sure every minute is planned out for the following day. So what time I'm waking up, what time breakfast is, a snack or lunchtime. Uh, if I need to go for a walk to get some fresh air, if I'm stretching, what time I shower, do my hair, get my bag packed. So I like to have everything timely so that I don't leave anything um, to chance uh, and end up rushed to a competition. There's nothing worse, I think, than feeling rushed in that last minute to go to compete. Um, I normally have the same, same, same kind of food. I used to be very fussy with that, uh, and I would do things like make my favorite slice and it would travel all around the world with me, just so I had a, a piece of home. But I think as I've got a little bit older, I try to reduce some of the uncontrollable factors um, so if it's not the normal yogurt I have for breakfast, that's absolutely fine. And if it's a different bread for my lunch, that's also fine. And I try to just adapt and go with it and worry about what I can control and what I can't. Um, I don't think I've got any other... 
Oh yeah, I will click every um, finger before I go to compete as well. Whether it's a race, whether it's a CrossFit event, whether it's a long jump on the run up. Um, if it's not clicking my fingers, it's pulling my ponytail a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. Over your career so far, what are you most proud of? Um, I think one of the competitions that I will always remember would be uh, getting a, a medal at the Australian Track and Field um, Nationals for long jump. Um, it was really nice to be competing at that level at that time. Um, another standout would be the Nitro Series in Melbourne where we got to compete alongside Usain Bolt and Asafa Powell. Um, that was a, a really cool competition. It was very different. Um, it was uh, based around a team event, so country versus country as opposed to individual. Uh, the hype, the energy, the experience of it was very well run and very exciting for the athletes and the spectators. Um, so those two moments are probably up there. Um, and I'm probably just proud for the fact that I um, have been able to compete alongside so many different people over the years. It's been really cool. It's sort of expanded my opportunities to go overseas, to meet new people, to train alongside friends and compete. Um, yeah, I'm proud with how far I've got with it. Um, as a young student at Bishopdale Primary School, to go that far, it's pretty cool. Yeah. How do you mentally prepare yourself for a competition? Um, I, before a competition, the night before when I head to bed, I will visualise everything that I'm doing the next day. Um, so for athletics, it might be uh, going through my whole warm-up, how that feels, what I'm thinking, my surroundings, uh, and then for my competition side, how it feels to do the full run-up, how it feels to take off, um, changes that I'll make round to round. So visualisation for me is a really big mental prep um, for any competition, and now I do the same for CrossFit. I'll go through the events the night before and think about the things that could go right, the things that might not go right with CrossFit, because it has more variables, I think, than athletics. Um, and just prepare myself for that so that I know if something changes on the day, I've already thought about it. I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not sort of taken back by it. Um, and I've got a plan in place for how I'll react. How do you maintain a balance between your personal and work life and the demands of being a professional athlete? I, I'm a bit of a planner. Um, so I like to make sure I have a plan in place. So at the start of the week, I uh, will look at what training I have um, coming up, how I can balance and manage that. So whether it's um, shifting parts of a training program to a different day because I've got a meeting after school and we're here till 4.30, um, whether the weather changes on me and it was meant to be an outside track session, um, I think having a plan in place, and for me that needs to be visual, so whether it's in a training diary or whether it's like on a note on my phone, and I'll, like I know in the summer I'll get quite busy trying to do um, CrossFit and athletics at the same time and work. Um, I try to utilise my time in the work day to make sure I'm on top of the days to come, so I'm not at night doing work. Um, the hardest thing I've tried, I've found lately, is that I'm not doing a lot of um, 
maintenance on my body so I'm not doing rolling stretching recovery work because I'm just fine I just don't have enough time so because I don't have time for that I try to increase my sleep and and bank it that way if I've got good nutrition and good sleep it definitely helps in the day um but no so I'm a visual I'm a visual person if I have it planned out I can't wait for the day before to find out what I'm doing the next day I like to know in a week in advance um whether that means I need to do a session on Sunday I'll do a session on Sunday um to make up for whatever's gone on in the week yeah what do you enjoy most about being a professional athlete I think it's the opportunities that it presents, so whether it's meeting new people, um, whether it's going to different countries, uh, I think it's a really cool experience to to have alongside other people, um, so to, to go on that journey um, with the environment and a team alongside you, I think it's, it's a great pathway and if you ever get the opportunity to um, ramp things up as an athlete, I very much recommend it. Um, it will expose you to highs and lows, um, but I think they teach you lifelong skills that you'll be able to cross over as an adult as well. Yeah. Well, that's it for the interview. We'd like to say thanks for coming and talking to us. We realise you're super busy and we really appreciate you giving up some of your spare time. We love hearing from amazing sports people, hearing about their day-to-day lives and about how sport can have a positive impact on them. Thank you. Thanks. This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity.